Coming up on this episode of Strong Cats, I'll be joined by Shelby Emmett and Shermichael Singerton as we talk about what to do when you've been sexually harassed or feel like you're being violated. Young people and this thing called harassment. I'm Armstrong Williams. Up next on Strong Cats. Is your current mortgage rate 4% or less? Call United Security Financial today. Rates are excellent and property values are increasing. Are you looking to get equity from your home? Lower your interest rate, remove mortgage insurance, or consolidate debt. Think United Security Financial. Call today and speak with a mortgage advisor. Call them at 1-800-373-4186. Hello, everyone. I'm Armstrong Williams, and thank you so much for joining us for our debate, our conversation, our discussion. You know, I know many people are talking about the latest with the Mueller investigation and Trump and Manafort and all the other characters in this. But we're, we're, we're going to let the mainstream media talk about Trump for the day. I'm going to give the president a break. You know what? I'm not dissatisfied with the president, actually. I think I'm like many Americans. I love the fact that the economy is booming. I like the fact that jobs are coming back and we're looking forward to that tax cut. We remember what happened under Reagan when there was a tax cut. I just wish just wish the media would just leave the president alone and allow him to do his job and work for the people that put him in office and who still believes in him. But enough on that. Now you can criticize me, okay? Put the comments up. Criticize me all you haters. Go ahead. I expect it. What is life without some haters? In fact, if I'm not making somebody uncomfortable, I'm not doing my job. So you all do what you got to do. Have at it. But now, back to the conversation of the day. You know, I'm, you know, I say this to people. What's up, Shelby? What's hey, happening? Hey, what's up, Shelby? What's up, Shelby? Hey, I, got, I, got, I got guests in the house today. Must be something special. Shelby's all looking good today. Look at Shelby. Shelby looks good, Shelby looks good today. Mm, I like that. But anyhow, anyhow, I, know. I don't want to be accused of sexual harassment. Oh, God. <laughs> you better stop early. But you know what? We don't do that because we understand when things are affectionate and people being warm and kind. Oh yeah, and you're absolutely. not you're not that sensitive. And plus, you can defend yourself. Yes, yes, it's more you two should be concerned, not me. <laughs> like that. <laughs> See that? And that's what I call confidence, real self-esteem, and not we. That's and I've known Shelby for a long time. So that's I can the miracle. We know that. all these people talking about somebody violated did that, and it's true. I have no doubt about it. But sometimes you have to understand. You attract sometimes what you seek. Uh, And sometimes what you're seeking, you pay a price for. Mm -hmm. And you got to understand, do I want to pay that price? Mm -hmm. Some people say, no, mm -mm, can't do that. Mom and dad didn't raise me that way. See you later, alligator. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Or what did I say last time? Principles don't necessarily pay the bills, but sometimes you just have to go with your principles. You got to go with your principles. They know what they're in for. Uh-huh. <laughs> they know those monsters in Hollywood and Washington. It's not just in Hollywood. It's in Washington, too. Oh, it's all you over mean, the place. You get proposition all, all the time. Well, but see, I wonder, when you listen to a lot of these stories, you hear these stories, I wonder how many of these individuals who are in these situations put themselves in the situations. And what I, and what I mean by that is, if you're a woman and some guy says, come up to my hotel room, why would you go to his hotel room, number one, alone? And number two, why would you go wearing a short dress or your pajamas? I mean, when you think about those things, I'm showing, it's almost as if you're putting yourself no, 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 in, in no, a no, position no, 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 no. to be I don't have a violated. problem with what people wear. Oh, I And do. I think sometimes you think you're 
Sometimes you're not having the same so, conversation. So, so if someone comes to your room, a woman in her pajamas, for a business meeting, you think that's acceptable? It's not, about, it's not about how she comes to my room. It's about me? who I am as an individual. Well, I'm not well negating it's a combination of both. So as a woman in the professional world, I've had things like this happen to me. So there's some part of you know you have to act somewhat coy or you know laugh at dumb jokes in order to get in the door, right? Most men understand the line of, okay, I want to... I want to do this, but that's where the line is. But I've also been in situations where they want it to go further in order to a quid pro quo to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's when a woman has to make the decision. Do you want to literally lay on your back and give up all your principles? Or are you going to work harder, fight stronger, walk away, and keep paying Sally Mae? So but, 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 but I think the bottom line is I do think that especially when you're young, and you're dealing with people who are very sophisticated, mm -hmm. who's, who's very coy and very cunning in what they do. People are very slick. And sometimes I think you find yourself in some situations that you're actually shocked by. But you got to come out of that shock quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, re and regather your senses and say, look, I've got to make a decision here. Because mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. in, in other words, but, you make a decision. But also, at least for, I guess, this particular generation, is it also a combination of people wanting things faster? Mm -hmm. Not willing to work as hard, yes, not willing yes. to persevere to do what others were willing to do in previous generations. Well, yes. hey, if I have to do this and it'll move me up, why not? But here's the but thing. But I think it also comes back to mentorship too. So mm -hmm. again, as a as a woman in this field, I think you have to surround yourself with good men who know to help you watch out for what, learn how to help you navigate that male ego when it comes to power in the professional work environment, but at the same time having a real conversation with yourself about how far you're willing to go and what your line is, and then staying true to that line. And then your case, there's your a lot grandfather. Of, yes, or right? just you, know, you or you. I talk to my male friends all the time about certain situations or how to handle it. But I do think part of this is we've convinced women that feminism meant equality and therefore meant everybody was going to be treated the same way. And that's not true. But the thing that I think, I think the one conversation that we've not had is that sex and respect is not what it once was. When you watch TV, when you when people think about sex, they don't see it as much as a violation. Unless no. rape is a different issue. Mm -hmm. It's no big deal to some It's people. very fluid. It's, not yeah. even, it's, it's mm -hmm. just people don't have the same emphasis on it of our generation. So when people think about it, it's not a big deal to them. What yeah. am I sacrificing? Is that all I have to give up? Well, it's, 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 it's like a business. It's, it's, it's like a transaction. But it's a fluid thing. It, it is a fluid thing. Yeah. There, you there don't is no expectation date. anymore. You don't yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. You go out and have fun for one night, so then you say to yourself, well, what's the difference if I'm doing it for yeah. an internship opportunity or exactly. a job? That's awesome. And I think men are the same way. Yeah. Hey, I have to go out and spend $75 on this meal anyway. What's the <laughs> difference if I go and... But it's true. It's a transaction. It's not as big a deal until... Until... You see stories like Harvey Weinstein, and you hear these crazy years. stories about being violent, and you say, oh, that was me. But you're not the person you were when you were 20, when you look at it 40 years later. So you can't use the same judgment, because who you were then, you made that decision based on less experience, based on you being an entirely different person. So when someone says, I'm shocked, I'm in other shock, this is what happened to me 20 years ago, you're just not the same person. Yeah. You had a whole different impression of sex. And, but, but and, and, and being engaging in that kind of behavior. The bottom line is that people have to say it is something that is very sacred. No, I, and I, people it, it don't is, see it as something very I sacred. I think some of this is also the fault of, and I don't mean the actions on women, but the way that we've interpreted our interactions with men. At one point of time, we want to be independent. We can do everything on our own. At the same time, we'll go to the bar with our friends and complain because the man didn't hold the door open for us or pay for the meal. 
So we also have to decide what role do we want to play. But and women, we like to play both when it's convenient. But women also get upset if men are not noticing them. If they're not flirting it's with true. them, then there's something wrong with me. And guys are the same. I think I, I got a good job. I'm driving a nice car. She didn't look at me. Right. They they yearn for this attention. Well, and sometimes and when they get that attention, it's not what the kind of attention that they really wanted. But well, all these dynamics see, are played. You see, yeah. in my view, a moral decline in our society as far as relationships are concerned. And, and I think the further we go down this rabbit hole, you will begin to see the worsening of this as it relates to relationships between a man and a woman. Men will view women as sex objects, and women, in part, will view men as objects of opportunity. Me and I will do this to escalate myself. And for a guy, I'll do this to mark the check off my ex, and I'm on to the next one. I think we have to return back to the fundamentals of how critically important morality is to our society, how important those relationships are. They're the bedrock, the cornerstone of who we are. And the moment we begin to see a lapse in that, I think you enter into a place that's very difficult to return from. But can you do that, though, in the career world? See, that's different. I think in society-wise, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if as women I want to be given the same opportunities as men, then I want to be treated like a man, which means I should be able to get and deal and fight just as dirty and play those same games that I think men play, too. I think women play the game differently, but I think men do the exact same thing that women do. We just do it differently, and most of the time we tend to be better at it. But women are not saints when it comes no. to this situation because they harass men too. Mm -hmm. They grab their packages on dance floors. I don't, I'm, I'm sure but a lot of guys... Wait a minute. I know it's a different thing. Well, I think women go to a certain extent for the free drink at the bar. Yeah, they do certain things. Listen, women are just as frisky yes. as men. Yeah, we are not... <laughs> most of the time we're not victims of, of a lot of this. A lot of times that... We play the game just as hard as men yes, do. do. However, it, it does boil down to at the end of the day, men and women are not the same. Mm -hmm. And physically speaking, once I say no and you, one of you decide that you don't want to listen to that, there's really not it's much really I can right. do it's physically to push to, back. But there's, there's a man who can still just Shelby, push me away. There are right. mothers who groom their daughters to marry millionaires. Rich men, successful men, and they use their body as their greatest. But that's weapon. always been yeah. the case, Armstrong, since the dawn of civilization. So, we want you to marry into the wealthy family. But there's a certain price the, that comes the with that. Because sometimes you may have the beauty and not the brains. That's true. It's true. No, it's true. And sometimes you have to pick and choose. I've gotten opportunities because someone's made comments about my eyes, and I didn't sit there and give a big speech about treat me with respect. I have all these degrees. I said, cool. You just noticed my eyes. Now, once I get in there, I still have to rely on my brains. But I'm definitely not one of these women that's going to expect to be, you know, send up on principles on every little get in time because sometimes it doesn't matter. It's just like how many of us know people who got jobs because of who their parents are? Right. How is that any different than anything else? You use what you got and then you take all your smarts with it once you get through the door. That's an interesting perspective, Chef. I, I just, I am a You seem person. surprised. Well, I, I am a I little surprised. You see, you see, you see. <laughs> and, 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 the my, my belief is that I really do think you have to have expectations in society, including the workspace. So if I'm a boss, if I'm a CEO, or if I'm a board of directors, you have to say these are the expectations we have in this workplace. And if you're a man, you're a woman, and you're capable, you're qualified, then we're going to pay you at fair wages. Well, we're, of we're going to advance you, promote you equally. It mm -hmm. should have nothing to do with sex. And I think for a lot of women, and I think studies indicate this, that it is a more of a challenge for women to escalate up the corporate ladder. And that should not be the place, the, the, that should not be the way if you want an equitable system where it's purely based off of merit. And that's the issue, Armstrong, when you don't base something purely off of your ability, 
then you have all of these give and takes, quid pro pro, what for what mm -hmm. scenarios. Yeah. And the only way to remove that is to say, if you're good, you get the promotion. If you're not good, you get the demotion. But where does that actually work in society? Because look well, at Washington. Problem, look right. at Washington D.C. specifically. This isn't where you know back where we're from. Where I'm in, in Michigan, people had skills. You knew how to build the engine. You got the job. Out here, most of the people that I know are in their particular <laughs> firm or industry because their parents wrote a really nice check or worked for so and so administration, and now they have a job. Not because they're smart. I think most of the people will it explains a lot about our current state of government affairs, right? Most of the people in these positions are there because of the check that they wrote or the networking connections they have. So why is it a different standard now if women decide to do it a different way? I'm just asking philosophically. Why is it okay to get a job because you put your dad's last name on there, but it's not okay to get a job because you hiked your skirt up for it? You know, I, I think a lot of people, and I think many people can relate to this, they don't talk about it. I think you'd be shocked if you knew who was sleeping in, in Dayton, whom in corporate America, in government, in media. I think you'd just be shocked. I think there's so many things that happen because people are in space. They interact with each other. Sometimes they grow feelings. They go out to lunch. And you never expected it just to be a friendship. And then well, something happens okay. one day. It's naturally it, developed. But still, it shouldn't. But, like, but the problem is it shouldn't happen in the workplace. It, it should not happen in the workplace. It shouldn't, but you're still doing with human behaviors. And that's why it's not together. Besides, yeah. it's, it's yeah. impossible to have that expectation that people who aren't constantly together aren't going to develop some form of relationships or likeness towards one another. They, no matter they, the age they, gap? They, of course not. The age gap has nothing to do with it? it? No matter whether it's employee or the employer? I don't think so. The, the issue arises when it becomes predatory. Where's the predatory coming from? Because women, I think, are just as... I think there's a lot of victimization when convenient on women. Of, oh my gosh, this man's being predatory. I think everyone looks back at the... Look at the Monica Lewinsky scandal, right? For some reason, most women, even the, those feminist women today, will say, oh, well, you know, she was asking for it. That's what she wanted. I would say, well, even if it's so, look at it. That was literally her boss, the, the boss of the entire country. Sure. Did she really have a choice? Right, that's what right? I mean. That's what I mean but at the same time, would she go into that situation knowing that it might be able Probably to advance not. her? Well, so I, I think it goes both ways. What I'm saying I, I, is I, I don't think women are as victimized as we like to say in a narrative. At the same time, I do think a lot of this happens, but I do think there's this fine line between what women are allowed to admit to so ourselves So let me ask this question, because I know we're off topic here, and we're going to stay off topic, too. <laughs> what is it that women, can women, I know I'm going to offend somebody, but it's not to offend, can women advance their careers um, in a very successful way if they were to take sex and appearance totally out of it? How would that dynamic change if they did not? Because to me, mm -hmm. for them, that is a weapon. That is an asset. And whether you consciously or subconsciously, you use it. I'm sorry. I agree. So I mean, if I you take that out of the equation, how far can some of them get? And again, it has to be you go back. I just asked a simple question. A merit-based yeah. system. I'm, I'm sure asked, where it's only based on. I'm asking a different question. Simple. I'm asking a different question. If women were to take their asset, they've conquered many men, destroyed many empires, <laughs> destroyed many nations. This is true. Many things. Yes. Women. Yes. Let's right. go back to the day of uh, what was that? Helen. Helen. Yeah. A Spartan. Mm -hmm. Women have power. Sex is power. Lust is power. Wanting them is power. Is. It makes a man weak. Makes him feeble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Men bring their strategies over a woman. Women not so much. That's right. So how do you deal with the fact of history? Women are the best at conquering. 
by just looking. Just Very like good. they look at our eyes. They look at our eyes and they melt. And I use them at every opportunity that I get. I've gotten out of parking tickets. I've, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Any woman that says that she's never used it to her advantage, I think the difference is you either take something that could victimize you and you use it to be the victor. That's the difference. Well, I, I don't think there's an issue with using your appearance to, to elevate you somewhat. But when I, I think when you start getting into the sex, laying in bed, sleeping with someone, mm -hmm. that's where I have a fundamental yes. problem. But I, I, history, I agree but if you then turn around and say, oh my gosh, women should be treated with respect. But the problem is... Figure out which side you want to be. Right, exactly. You have been conditioned yeah. to take it there. That's where it's going. Whether you realize it or not, eventually that is where it's going to go. I'm okay, sorry. But, but, but that responsibility lies with whom? The individual. It's what because, society because, has but, but, It's but, what but, television but, but, promotes. It's talk. what sitcoms promote. No, no, no. It's, look at the I Kardashians. What are the Kardashians? What are they I'm selling? Sure. Who's forcing people to watch They're not selling Kardashians. What are they selling? Who's or who? But who's forcing people to watch the Kardashians? Because they want to. Because a lot of young daughters want to come there. Do you watch it? I don't watch it. Is someone through compulsory force mandating that Listen, you have to watch people this? People watch it. And you know the other thing they not. do? You know what other thing they do? They're very slick. They only want brothers. That feeds into that narrative of them. You know, the mama got a brother, the sister got a brother, the other sister got a brother, the other sister well, got a brother. Well, because black is hip right No, okay? no, no, no. Yeah, that is the thing that. to do. <laughs> right, thank you. That's true. That's the thing right now. That's the thing right now. They want a brother. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They feed in the stereotype. And if you notice now, you see more but, and more young people with an interracial relationship. Don't think TV is not having an impact. But I think personal responsibility weighs more than on these industries that you raise. In my personal but, but view. But you're still being raised. Because if you if you use that, if you use your scenario, I'm sure I guess one can make the argument that every aspect of life, if done by some entity or some organization, is forced onto us and we just follow it like sheep as if we don't have the intellectual faculties to church. discern at whether or not church. we want to Look follow this or not. Way. The minister gets weak and sleeps with somebody in the congregation. Well, the I mean, the minister is also a human being. Look at the Catholic strong. Church. But who, make, the but who makes these decisions? Listen, it is, is my a part point. of the history. People fighting something. People, precisely. People. But they're not doing a good job. They're not doing a good job. Why? But I think we also have to look at, at human nature. So they've mm -hmm. done tons of tests on this. And in general, more attractive people do better in life, generally. Yeah, that is true. It's all yeah. subconscious. If you're in a job yes, interview and you're mm -hmm. attracted to somebody, it can't even be physical. It's mm -hmm. just... They, you like their sense of humor, whatever it is. That's why we all dress in suits it's and a feeling. look nice right. when we're out doing That's something. That's right. There, I don't think there's anything wrong in that in its nature. Where I think the line goes is when you use that power that you have to manipulate the, the natural situation. Mm -hmm. And that's where, at the end of the day, it can only come down to that individual. You're either going to make the choice to put your principles first and keep paying your own bills, damn, or you're going to go another way and hope but that... But what if that is your principle? Well, that's, that's your not, principle, that's then. Not, that's not a principle. Why? But it's, but it's, so, come on, Shelby, help him out. Of course it is for some people. Come on, half of those actresses in Hollywood were horrible actresses, and we knew something was going on anyway. Come on. Stop. But they're on TV because people are watching it. It generates money, which goes back to my point of personal responsibility. No one's mandated. No one's through compulsory force saying you have to watch this. This all rests with the individual, with True. all of us, which formulates so, yeah. the what are parents, which society. What are parents to tell their sons and daughters who have not yet been corrupted? Because everybody else... They should raise is, it with the proper values. So what are those simple. values? It's simple. What if they were right, not raised wrong, with them? morality, but which you should, should not Morality is situational now. It's what you morality it's is not situational. Okay, it's so, not situational. But what about, what about other people's responsibilities? So if 
you all know other men and things mm -hmm. are in your career industry and you hear these stories, mm -hmm. what is your responsibility then? Your or is it just on, to call it out and say, this is, is not it? acceptable. Of course it is. There is. Shelby, if I'm hanging out with a group of my friends and one of my guy friends said, oh, I did this inappropriate act or touched this lady inappropriately, you don't think I'm going to say, are you out of your freaking mind? That is not acceptable. You need to amend for that. Like at, at what point? Would you go further to contact this? the company? What, what touching would you be upset Twitter about, though? War? If someone is touching someone without touching their where? permission, anywhere Armstrong without their permission, but would you ask them how parts. did the person react? Of course, I would. would you ask them how the person reacted? Of course, react? I would. And if it's like, oh man, she freaked out, I'll say, dude, oh, you, you crossed the line. Yeah. I mean, you crossed the line. We have to hold each other accountable by our actions in society. We have in the past. Why all of a sudden is that now changing? But, Again, that's the degradation of morality in our society, and it should be problematic to you know, all of us. You know us. what's interesting? Look at the classroom where the young teachers, the older teachers are sleeping with mm -hmm. the kids. Now, if that was a male with sleeping with a young guy. Nobody so cares. Yeah. But, but it's happening. It's the same. Yeah. Emotions, mm -hmm. feelings. They tutor in the classroom, it's mostly and they guys. open the bed. And that's why I said earlier. No, it's what, women. No, look no, but, no, but, but the women uh, sleeping yeah. with it's the male cougars. students. It's these cougars my point is, with, with guys, but why does it we're happen? young guys. I got to tell you, when I was in high school, I had some teachers. I was like, man. I mean, I think the way guys internalize things as it relates to women and relationships with older women is completely different than how a younger woman may internalize something with an older guy. But I wouldn't expect. But is that based off of an old patriarchy view that it's Oh, of course okay. it is, Shelby. Of course it is. I'm not negating that Here's the argument, though. But again, as a modern-day feminist, if I want to be treated equal, then that means the same standards have to apply, right? Of course. We can't look at women differently when convenient. And I think that is the dilemma we're in in society That's because fair. at the end of the day, we are different. And this mm -hmm. is the problem with feminism today. We have convinced a whole generation of women that we are equal when at the end of the day, we are not. We are not equal in society, not by power and force, but just by the way we all interpret things ourselves. Look, sure. Let's go even further. That big thing that was on Facebook a couple weeks ago with Ellen DeGeneres mm -hmm. making a very sexually harassing remark about another female. For some reason, that was okay. Look what just happened with Kevin Spacey. Right. Everyone's calling that, oh, sexual harassment. No, that is pedophilia. That mm -hmm. young man was 14, was 14. years old. Yeah. We let that go because now he's come out. Now it's a sexual orientation issue. And this happens on all sides as well. Double standard. There's a double standard mm -hmm. there. Now, again, if Kevin Spacey would have done this to a 14-year-old white girl with blonde hair, there'd be held upon. Right, but because right. he did it to another man, it's perfectly fine. Well, and it's interesting, Armstrong, how we, to Shelby's point, we, we find these cases, these instances, and we use these wedge issues to, to benefit our narrative, whatever that narrative mm -hmm. may be. So you'll have the LGBT community that will say, well, he's coming out now, and so perhaps at that point in time, he was afraid to be who he truly was. Mm -hmm. Or Ellen DeGeneres, you'll say, oh, well, she's a lesbian, and she was being comedic. But we all know what morals are. We all know the difference from right and wrong. So why do we as a society allow individuals, institutions, entities to say this is acceptable when we know it's not acceptable? And that's why I say the responsibility lies on all of us. Society to say these are the standards that we're going to follow if we truly are to live up to these principles, these ideals, these values that we purport to be so mm -hmm. great, at least in this society. But and currently we're not doing that. But I that. think the other thing is, is that we forget is that sometimes people want to turn what is right wrong and what is wrong into mm -hmm. right. I think this thing keeps pushing along where 20 years from day, where people will find this very accepting. Because remember, 30 years ago, I mean, you could not imagine um, two guys or two women getting married. Right. But, but the media and the campaigns mm -hmm. and the fact that we're intolerant, they drilled it down so long that the laws begin to change. True. And listen, it's been a, it's it's no secret that that Mamba has for the longest have been trying to, to change the age 
between older oh, men yeah, and right. young men having sex. But yeah. see, that, yeah. this so is also a new phenomenon. The idea a of a child it's a chi- oh, yeah, is, is a very new... Well, that's what I'm saying in terms of age. 100 years ago, 75 years ago, the way we, we've extended childhood, right, from 0 to 18. But you look at the word infantry, where does that come from? Because the Romans were putting little people, little children on the front lines. This isn't anything new. We've just redefined what childhood is. So That's then, why you can still get married under age. You just have to get consent from right. your parents. So you think it's this a very is a, new phenomenon. Do you think this is a paradigm shift to something new? Or would you say this is a return to something old? Um, I think that you're right on the baseline that our social black and white lines mm-hmm. have gotten very, very gray and blurred lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I see us regressing in terms of, mm-hmm. and I blame that on you know lack of morality, lack of God in our society generally. Mm-hmm. That, that's my perception. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody now has this idea of when you're in a tough situation, you put your own gray area on everything in order to justify your own behavior. Right. So what are the parents to do now? Because this is really, this the implications for this unless it changes. This can be very devastating, for, especially for young people. I'm not certain. Because they're, they're being preyed upon. And a parent's primary role is to protect their child. Right. I'm come. not certain there is much that a parent can do, Armstrong, because when a child is, is not within the parent's purview, they're at school, they're hanging out with friends, that parent cannot guarantee with 100% certainty that their child is not witnessing or experiencing the things that they may find antithetical to that child's rearing. I think what parents can do, however, is to try to equip their child with information, uh, what to do if you're in this type of situation, with knowledge on what exists out there. So when you see these things, be aware that this is what exists, but know it's not right. I think that's probably the best thing that parents can do. Yeah, I have to say I'm, I'm very grateful for my mother. My mom was just very honest with me about how society works. Mm-hmm. And when I told her the type of career and the things that I wanted to do, she was very upfront about how men specifically are when they have power. And made it very clear to me that, sweetheart, you're going to have to make a lot of tough decisions. And some of them may seem very easy at that moment in order to get where you want to be. But she always said, you're going to end up in a cage, a gilded cage. But it can either be your cage or someone else's. And that's always worked for me. Listen, this has been a fascinating um, discussion. It's not what we intended to talk about. It's true. It certainly is an important conversation. Yeah, it is. Uh, in other words, it all comes down to us. Absolutely. The individual. It it's it's each one of us together that formulates the collective, which formulates the society. But it starts with each of us individually. And, and one person with courage and conviction makes the majority. Mm-hmm. You just got to have that courage and you got to have this conviction. I know you're going to have this conversation among yourself. Shelby, how can they find out more about you? Um, I would say just go to Twitter. Shelby MSU. Spartan Shelby. That's me. Spartan Shelby. Yeah. I like it. Sure yes. Follow me on Twitter at SureMichael underscore. And I'm Armstrong at A Right Side, and thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Strongcast. You've been listening to the Strongcast with your host, Armstrong Williams. I want to thank our special guests, Shermichael Singleton and Shelby Emmett, for joining us. This week's episode of the Strongcast has been brought to you by United Security Financial Group. 